So welcome to the Mind in Your Own Self podcast. I'm Helen Walsh, a health and life coach and your host today. And I am joined by two amazing women um, who are both therapists in their own right. Uh, the fabulous Andrea Kerwin, who is a beauty specialist, trainer and mentor. And Gronya Hughes, who specialises in reflexology, among other things. And it's about the other things that we're going to have to chat as well. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, First of all, girls, thanks so much for coming in. And I think that when you're self-employed and the reason I really want to do this, because there's so many people out there who are working away at their little businesses or be it self-employed or an entrepreneur or whatever. And it's tough. It gets very lonely. You're making all the, the top decisions really yourself, even if you have the backing of mentors and people to help you. And I just think, you know, it, it can be tough. So I... This podcast to me is about telling real stories and a real space to do that. And also that the people who are listening are can identify with it and say, actually, yeah, that's me. That's a little bit of I feel like that a little bit about things. So as Anthony Robbins would say, at any given time in our life, we're either going towards pleasure or away from pain. And of course, it's great when we're going towards pleasure. But a lot of us would have set up our businesses or become who we are or because we're coming away from painful situations at times. Mm. And I think that's the case with both your stories, even though it's, they're very different stories. So, uh, Andrea, I'm going to start with you. Hi, Helen. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on. You're, I'm just looking at the glamour of you. You just look like it's a pity it's not television because <laughs> you will be able to see how fabulous you look. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so. I know you had a very turbulent past. I know we had we've had the chats and um, I've such a massive admiration for where you've come from and what you've created in your space. But I'm not going to go back into all that right now. Um, I'm very conscious at the moment that there's two of you sitting in that chair. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I'm delighted. Amazing. So yeah. exciting. So, so I want to be careful around that. Yeah. But I also just want to... The bit, I suppose, in the conversation that really hit a nerve with me was when you said that somebody had said to you when you were putting your life together, go and try the, this health and beauty course. Yeah. So can you take it from there for me? Yeah. So again, as we said, we won't go into all the nitty gritty details um, because, again, you know, you can stay in victim mode and you'll be left there. But I suppose my mum did pass away when I was 17 and again I loved school and I was really good in school, I loved studying but I left school to look after her because she got quite sick and then when she passed away I had no qualifications because I left school and me leaving search year um, and I was like what am I going to do now and a few of my cousins was working in a tato factory in Terenure and I thought happy days and we great laugh. Great to get buzz. to eat potatoes. Yeah, we were robbing them. <laughs> and it was great money and great hours. And it was just brilliant every day going in. <clears throat> and it was a great wage, as I said. And then all of a sudden we were told that that branch was closing down. And I thought, oh no, like what am I going to do now? Um, at the time when my ma died, like I kind of felt completely lost in the world. Um, I didn't really show it. I kind of hid a lot. So again, I had no qualifications and I kind of went around Fosses and a girl in Foss said to me, would you be into doing hair and beauty? And I thought, geez, I'm a tomboy. <laughs> so I just said, yeah. And she said, well, basically there's a waiting list, but there is a few colleges I can point you in the direction of them. And she gave me the name of one in Grafton Street. 
So, you know yourself when you go in, they say to you, there's only one spot left and all this <laughs> business. But it was, I remember at the time, like 22 years ago, I think it was, it was five and a half grand. And I remember saying to me, Dad, Dad, I really want to do this. It's this qualification and that qualification. And um, I think he cashed in an insurance policy to pay for it or something like that. And that was the start. But I remember going in and they said, I did tell them I had me leaving cert and I told them I'd done biology and... There was little white lies that I had to do. There was no Google to do the search. No, no, that's it. So I just kind of felt overwhelmed with the course because it's like a first year in a nursing degree. It was all about biology of the body, the anatomy of the body. And I remember one tutor in particular, she was quite strict. Claire was her name. And it was my first experience of having somebody look out for me. And I just explained to her, I cried my eyes, I said, Claire, me ma died, I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. And she said to me, look, you can sit in on the night course as well as the day course. So that whole year I just crammed, I studied and I ended up getting student of the year. I got the Desco student of the year, I got body therapist of the year and it kind of just went from there. But if you look at that, even, you know, the snapshot of that, your dad believing in you enough yeah. to invest that money in yeah. you because five and a half grand back in the day is mm. a serious amount of money like yeah and also then this woman seeing your potential yeah, and exactly. saying you know what she just needs a little bit more yeah. of something and we're bringing her on and she could see that in you she so I, I honestly we, we had that conversation going earlier about being guided sometimes mm-hmm. you meet the right people mm-hmm. and I really believe that so that's brilliant yeah looking back I was only thinking about this after our conversation whatever you want to call it, a career or, you know, a passion and beauty. It's definitely saved me life, I feel. It's given me a focus. And um, again, like I'm a Christian and sometimes I have to say I'm a very bad Christian. I have to stop saying that because I am a Christian <laughs> and I love the Lord. I don't know if there's any fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just that little, oh. Um, but I found then, I started going to church and then I really felt accepted and I felt I belonged somewhere and people loved me and... Even as a child, I would have prayed to God. I would have been always having little prayers in my pocket. I always wanted to be around the older people who went to knock and saying prayers and all. I was like fascinated. So God always could see my heart, I believe, and he always had his hand on me. And I firmly believe today it's only by the grace of God that I'm still here, you know. So I start going to church and I start believing in myself a little bit. Um, again, I probably would have been going down the wrong road. I was partying and still felt like, you know, I was lost in the world and nobody could see me and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I just kept studying and studying. And still to this day, people would say to me, you're addicted to courses. You're always doing something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I genuinely believe like it's I'm in a constant pursuit of knowledge because you find out one thing and then you're put onto something else. You get hungry for it, You get don't hungry you? for yes, it. Yes, new, yeah. yeah, definitely. And it's then, like, you get the knowledge and then you want to pass it on. Yeah. And this is where I feel now that I want to give back to disadvantaged kids who maybe are at home and they're probably home minding their brother and sister and they can't get to school or maybe they're not academic, they're not going to do great in a leave insert or whatever's going on. You know? And I find that with people that if you've come from the situation where you felt that level of pain, yeah. you nearly feel it for other people. You yeah. have that empathic sort of sense of, yeah. I really wanted to help and do stuff or whatever. Um, a lot of the passing on stuff I 
do would have come from that place as well where I go actually I can identify with that a little bit and I you know so that that's really important and you built a little empire for yourself now let's not be shy about this you have two premises going on and you have all the training programs and it's absolutely amazing but here's the thing that I would love to get to the heart of with you as well because people think sometimes beauty it's very aesthetic it's very false you know people are like looking at the, their Instagram and they want to be this that and the other but I actually think it really helps you with your confidence I think that when you do something for yourself that's Mm. Mm self-care becomes self-love and becomes you being a little bit more confident do you see that with the people who come in the door definitely like definitely I suppose even looking back, I would have always said I'm not into beauty because I absolutely love doing eyebrows. I like doing them. Um, I'm and, mine now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But I don't go in every day because I'm going yeah. in because I absolutely adore doing eyebrows. Like my passion is for people. Mm. Every single person that walks through my door, I say they're blessed coming in, but to be even more blessed going out. And that's a scripture out of the Bible that I would have in my shop. So I firmly believe that when people come in, sometimes they're not just coming in for their eyebrows or they're not. Like there's something going on in their life. Yeah. And they're being attracted to your salon as opposed to another salon. And like I have clients now who have become friends. They're like family. And it's, yeah, I just feel it's not And that's how you know. I mean, you can do the advertisement. You can put yourself out there and be whoever. In this day and age, you can create your avatar to be whoever you want to be. But at the end of the day, I think if you do a really good job and make someone feel better about themselves, they're going to go out and tell two or three people, look, this is my experience are there and it won't be for everybody there's not you yeah. know so you'll get people who this doesn't sit with or doesn't yeah. whatever and you can't please everybody but for the most part I know you're doing a great job because I heard about you way before I knew who you were I couldn't believe it when you messaged yeah. me the other day I was like oh it's had me nearly crying <laughs> no but it's just I, I and even looking at your socials the one thing that really comes very positive you're very gracious to people. You always acknowledge people. So if someone makes a comment, you go back and you say something lovely to them. So important, isn't it, in this era of nastiness that can be on social media and this backlash of, you know, I don't like your eyebrows or I don't like this yeah. or I don't like people get get pulled apart. So I love your socials for that. I, I just think you're and I just think you're doing a phenomenal job and I you know, what's the dream now? What's the where's the next step? Besides of course having the baby we put that in. Yeah. <laughs> I put that in. I know I'm like it's another three months and I'm like, oh is this actually happening? Um again you'd feel that kind of imposter syndrome like I'm saying, you know when my salon is called the Drayway. No, I didn't even come up with that. I remember years ago a client left and she tagged me on Instagram saying hashtag browse the Drayway and I thought, just that has a ring to it. Mm. So I was like, Well I call myself that what people think you know they are always yeah. thinking. What does it mean? Because my name is Andrea and nearly everybody calls me Dre. Like oh, my whole family called me Dre. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't make the connection. Some people go by and they say, what's that called? Is it Druey? Is it Druey? But it's Drewey. I get it now when you say it. I got it through. Yeah. So I suppose I would love to have more salons. Um, again, I got great, I suppose, standard in my work. I work in a salon in Greystones for seven years, up to my eyes. And again, Elaine, the, the boss there, she's been like another mother figure to me and she's been very, very kind I've been there years and they have a five star salon and it's not like one of these salons you have to come in and you're feeling, oh God, I'm going to be getting given out to. The standard is just impeccable. And I kind of want to start implementing that as well and giving girls a chance as well to rent spaces and become their own boss. 
Uh, I'm very passionate about that as well. And then obviously have staff running different salons for me. But my main, main ambition is to give back to disadvantaged kids. And I won't stop until I have that. Well, I told you well, when we had the conversation, <laughs> I'm going to help you with that if I can. Like, there's a hundred percent like I, I will support you. Yeah. And I, I do feel that right now, sitting right here, you should be really proud of yourself. Thank you. Like just have a moment of. Yeah. Again, you know. it's just, I suppose, with all the mindset stuff and changing mm. your different belief, beliefs and I suppose me writing, me journaling and. Again, people think it's hocus pocus, but it really works. And I'm starting to delve into that as well, teaching it a little bit. Well, we said that the other day about the whole thing, brainwashing. And I was <laughs> yeah. saying the first Tony Robbins course I ever went to was in London. 10,000 people in the Excel Centre, like losing the plot one to the music. And when he came on, I thought, <laughs> oh, my God, this is brainwashing. And I thought, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> if it's brainwashing me to do better, to want better, to treat people better, to then bring it on like because our mind 90% of the thoughts we have today we've had yesterday yeah. what a waste <laughs> yeah. people you know don't I mean? know that's the thing yeah. people what a are waste. stuck in their ways and they don't know yeah. that their paradigms are the same paradigms their parents had and it's about breaking through that yeah you know? yeah and I think you're both doing that or whatever so thank you so thank much you Andrea much. and Gronia I want to come to you now Hi, Helen. Thanks so much for having me on today. I was also very shocked and very grateful. So thank oh, you. Delighted to have you in. And what was really funny was because I've only had one reflexology session mm. in my life. Right. And I had a very adverse effect to it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, OK, this really works. All normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this really but no one told me. <laughs> that, that was the problem. <laughs> anyway, it's the quickest way I've ever lost weight. But anyway, um, <laughs> So, but I did say to, because you were coming on, I did say to a couple of people, like, what do you think reflexology is? And they're like, oh, they fiddle around when people's feet and they fiddle around. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's so scientific and it's so it's such an amazing practice. So what is reflexology, Gronia? So, yeah, a lot of people, th- they've no idea. To be honest, I didn't know myself Um before I was drawn to it. But the best way I would explain is it's not a foot massage. So we're working on nerve endings. So we've seven and a half thousand nerve endings in our feet and we're sending messages from the feet up through the body to the brain, going through some of the organs and I'm looking for just imbalances in the body. So some of the reflexes, I'd be looking for crunchiness, grittiness, something that just feels... sexy. Very sexy, very, very sexy. But it's magic, honestly. Yeah, and like, yeah. like you have to be open to it. Again, it's not for everybody. Mm. I'm not for everybody. Mm. My style is very gentle, very nurturing. Mm. I put a lot of loving energy into a treatment because I feel that's what people need. And it's part of your story as well. And I want it to is. get to that now in a second. <laughs> but what I do want to say is just, so So let's say, um, what sort of things would you treat Oh, everything from well, stress, burnout, um, fertility, maternity, menopause, shoulder pain, back pain, pretty much everything. All reflexology, the aim for it is just to bring the body back into balance. So I, we treat the body as a whole. You know, so I if somebody comes in with back pain, they're going to leave feeling lighter, more relaxed, better sleep. And in t- like in time, then that reduces down the pain. So we're not curing anything. I don't diagnose anything. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Um, but it's more about just holistically bringing the body back into balance. I feel collaboration could be coming on oh, <laughs> between the two of you. I know. <laughs> 
So, Gonya, how did you get into reflexology? How did you pick that route? So, probably like a little bit like Andrea, um, I would have been lost for many, many years, the party and all of that stuff, depression, um, extreme anxiety. I worked in a very high pressure. I went through everything. I did eye tech nails, beauty. I've done everything. Um, I could never find what I wanted to do. Um, I'm a people person as well. I love people. Fell into recruitment um, naively thinking this is marvellous. I'll be helping people get jobs, not knowing it was a sales job. You know, um, I worked in makeup again. I was telling people to go to Boots to get the cheapest <laughs> when I'm working on a Dior counter. And it's the same thing now upstairs in Boots. You know. Anyway, very stressed out. Um, 15 years working in recruitment and I got pregnant, had my child, ended up with preeclampsia, almost died um, had very severe mental health problems after that. So I spent the entire maternity leave just in the depths of depression, went back to work, had a horrible time going back to work and um, people were not very nice. It was all very, you know, they didn't want to kind of give back the work that I had left, all that stuff. Anyway, I was determined not to let any of that phase me. One salesperson of the year. And then I decided... I'm going to leave here because I'm not putting up with this rubbish anymore. Yeah. Went to a new job. Anyway, sold the dream that wasn't the dream. Uh, stayed there for a while and then basically had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Just let's or call as it. they call it now a breakthrough. <laughs> well, I call it my Britney Spears 2007 moment. But, uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, I was so bad. I cracked a tooth from stress. I was, yeah. I couldn't, I was going to personal training. She used to have to bring me for a walk because I was just crying constantly. I was so overwhelmed and lost. This woman came to me in my job. She was our pensions person. She was also a reflexologist. And I believe she was a guardian angel sent to me. Wow. And I was like a manic mental person telling her all my personal problems. The woman was just trying to talk to me about pensions. And I was like, but I'm... Anyway. She needed a cup of tea after she, that conversation. We, she gave me some reflexology. And I walked into that door after my 75th million course of my life. And I was like, this is the thing. This is it. I felt at home. I felt just I couldn't get over the profound experiences that I was having. And I didn't realise how open I was to energy. So I've always had, I've always felt very open to energy. I don't know if you can feel the energy in the room here. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, but I always felt out of place and a bit weird. And I just didn't really, you know, but I think through doing this, it's allowed me to be my authentic weird self. Okay. And that's, I feel in my power now, finally in my 40s, that I can actually just be free to be myself. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And the thing is, Everybody like... Everybody look up forward to your 40s. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, it <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, like it's... But, but you know, I, I think I want to thank you both for being vulnerable with your stories as well today. Sometimes it, it feels a little bit raw to talk about things and... But you help so many people when you tell your story because they're going through it. They could be going through it at the moment or they could be and they don't know where to turn for help. Yeah. And there's always somebody that will listen to you or that you can have a conversation yeah. with that will help you. And that's why I kind of share so much about my story. And even on my website, I make it very clear because I want people who are who can identify with that, like I had a client in yesterday and she was like, I didn't want anything clinical. She'd gone through some stuff after giving birth. And that was the whole reason I set up my business was to help women 
to not feel clinical and to feel nurtured and supported and heard. And I think sometimes when you ask them, how are you? It's the first time someone's actually asked them yeah. that. You know? And I've met you recently in the last couple of months through a business network yeah. um, that we all get together once a month and have a coffee and have a chat. <laughs> more chat than, more chat business. than the, the gold set. <laughs> but it's so good. And the connections and all are amazing. Yeah. Um, and but, but I know from your socials and stuff, you've been very, very honest at the moment about having a back issue. And that has caused you to, to basically stop working for the moment or doing what it is you do. But what I love about you is you pivoted. You went, right, I have all this information on bodies. I ha- I know how the energy system works. And now I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. So tell me about the, the breath work workshop in particular I'm really fascinated I think it's brilliant yeah so I decided to train as a breathwork uh, instructor and I'm doing level two now in May um but I just looked at all of the skills that I have so I had emergency spinal surgery 18 months ago and I'm in a lot of pain so I'm kind of trying to pivot and do more things that use the skills that I have uh, so I have a breathwork shop a workshop coming up on the 25th of Feb in Sandy Mount Community Centre where can people find out about that um, on my Instagram page With, yeah. at hub.com. okay and Andrea I'm going to ask you about your information now in a second as well yeah. that's on the 25th 25th yeah at, fe- at 5 o'clock so we'll be doing breathwork journaling guided meditation and there'll be sound healing as well oh can't wait for that I yeah. just love it I like, <laughs> you just go into a different zone and you work in, in like the vagus nerve absolutely yeah, we do a lot of vagus breathing so and it's past trauma I found like stuff that came up when I was yeah. doing it incredible and really incredible healing so I'm yeah. so delighted I'm so delighted to hear that you're doing that Andrea if people want to come in and have the brass done how can they find out about you it's the same on Instagram so it's either under Dreyway Academy and Clinic or Dreyway underscore beauty and you're doing training courses as well at the moment yeah. for people, aren't you? I am. One place left. <laughs> yeah, one place left. <laughs> it's just gone, actually. It's fully booked. <laughs> love it. I love it. Um, any of my guests that are coming in, I ask them, because I'm such a reader, I love my books. And there's books, I think a book will take you from who you were before you read it to who you are afterwards, if it's powerful enough. Mm. So I ask you what, books sort of influenced you or whatever so Andrea you I know you brought a few of them but the one I love in particular is the Bob Proctor and I know the Bible one is important Think and Grow Rich Napoleon Hill huge cult book like just such a a following like it's amazing Um, tell me a little bit about the Bob Proctor work because I know you like that the as I used to call them the paradigms (laughs) (laughs) the paradigms yeah (laughs) I suppose it's like that saying, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Love it. And uh, during COVID, when nobody had anybody really, I joined a group of girls in Juice Plus and I'm still great friends with them today, but they were mad into self-development, growth mindset. First time I ever knew anything about self-development and somebody then introduced me to Kim Calvert from Dynamite Lifestyle, absolutely amazing teacher. And I was on a journey with her for three years. She was really one of Bob Proctor's yeah. sort of right-hand women, wasn't she, yeah. for a long, long yeah. time? She looked at him like a father and they were really close. Uh, which I was heard him to speak see. in oh. Dublin. Yeah, a long time ago. Well. Uh, just after The Secret um, oh, yeah. had come out. Yeah, 
Yeah, he was in the secret, but like that, he would say that's all about the law of attraction, yeah. mm. which is actually a secondary law. So mm. the primary law is the law of vibration. You know the saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. Oh, yeah. yeah. So whatever vibration you're on is going to attract people in the same vibration. Yeah, and I, I, I'm definitely an advocate of the law of attraction. I do think it works. I think there's a grey area that we not all of us can figure <laughs> out. But yeah, look, my manifest yeah. braces all over me. Yeah, See, um, I have to be careful what I say because, you know, me being in the Christian world and you're kind of getting told manifest and it's hocus pocus. But I don't believe it is. I have God as the centre of everything. And, you know, God created us and he doesn't make mistakes and he's given us all these higher mental faculties, your imagination mm. and all these things that they're to use. I just think that they that's just it's not about a, a religious faith or belief or whatever exactly. so it's not it's separate mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it mm-hmm. yeah. it's just another little bit of guidance yeah. that you go if I do this this and this actually this works for me and this yeah. is like it's I'm just about big... being connected like some people call it life force some people call it source some people call it universe I mm. personally call it God but you know it's that life force that keeps your heart breathing Make sure your lungs, the air come in and out of your lungs, and when that's gone, you're gone. So it's about having that and connecting. Lovely. To your source Lovely. every day. And I've only one minute left, but I but I wanted to ask you, Gony, what you thought about what what book would have hit a nerve with you? Um. So I love the Awaken Your Power Within by Jerry Hussey. Um. I just love Jerry's story. I love how passionate he is about helping people. I find him really inspiring. Um, he's all about kind of feel the fear, do it anyway, that kind of thing. Um, and he, he's just very powerful. I find the words he use really, really powerful and inspiring. And I've seen him a couple of times um, at his talks and everything. I think he's he's great. You know, I have that Think and Grow Rich on my bedside uh, locker at home. Haven't had a chance to read it yet. Oh, definitely. It's just one of those, I, I, you know, it's a very old book. Like I read yeah. it 25, 30 years ago. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> show my age but it, it's it's really powerful so thank you so much ladies I really appreciate you taking the time to come in this morning um, guys uh, follow them on Instagram do yourself a favour because they're two amazing inspirational women um, and you know they brighten your day and you know they, they've just it's just and been your a, eyebrows and your, and your <laughs> eyebrows it's been a fantastic conversation so I just want to say thank you Um I want to say a big thank you to our production team in the background there uh, eating the donuts. Um, Adam McNamara and Ronan Kelly couldn't do it without them. They're amazing. And the Mick Handley uh, making sure that we all do what we're supposed to do and use the mics in the right way. <laughs> so thank you so much. And guys, if anyone wants to get in touch, uh, info at helenwalsh.ie. would love to hear from you. And we have some super guests coming up over the next few months. We're out every two weeks. And... Um, yeah, just to remind you, this is February, the month of love and Valentine's Day is on the way. So make sure that you drop a little card to someone, even if it's not someone that you're romantically interested in, you could make their day. That's my little <laughs> tip for February. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Anna. Thank you, Helen.